You are listening to The John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk, WNRI. Okay. At 12.06, good afternoon. You're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Folks, on what is yet a uh, another stormy Friday. It is, um, it's really amazing now. How um, now with the the threat of um, the threat of rain and all of a sudden now that has become like, you know, the new blizzard almost blizzard warning. And then we have to worry about exactly what's going to what's going to happen on the roadways, even though we're not talking about five inches of rain and we're not talking about 10 inches of rain so it's just the threat of rain so folks good afternoon we have a lot actually uh news on this friday thank you everybody team one members um i am going to talk about last night (coughs) we were there in warwick it's a little bit of a confusing situation on our end but i think we're able to correct it if you saw the corrected video uh information then was accurate of exactly what happened and and I also want to clarify, I put, so the swimmers from East Greenwich, someone put, I just got a message from someone, oh, you, you know, you, you must be, you know, confused. No, no, the swimmer, the victim, the drowning victim is from East Greenwich. It's why I put that from the work police and work police did have, um, and it's one of those things. They're trying to get it out and I can, you know, once in a while these things happen. Um, I'm certainly not going to criticize them for it. They they have the wrong date uh, in a t- minor typo that came in with with the information. So, listen, that was that was a tough situation last night. I'm sure for them, um, where they put they I I see on Thursday, July 27th, work police and fire were called the area Connecticut. Well, okay, that is actually a typo and. It, it, when you look at it, it doesn't make sense because they have the date July 14th and then they put the 27th. So what they meant was on July 13th. It was just one of those things. But anyhow, um, so I, I am aware of that. And I, I was just sharing what the war police put out, which was, okay, they put the 27th. They meant last night. And just so we're all completely up to speed it is friday july 14th and yesterday was the 13th so so what they meant to write was on thursday july 13th at approximately 9:48 members of the work police fire called to the area at Connecticut point beach for a missing swimmer Initial investigation revealed a 28-year-old female from East Greenwich and her 40-year-old male friend had gone to the park a short time earlier, planned to go night swimming. While the male was setting up their beach blanket on the beach area, and if you saw the video last night, you could see him at the east end of the park, where the sandbar begins, the female then entered the water. A short time after entering the water, the female went under and did not surface. Boat units from the work, police department work, fire department, Narragansett Bay Marine Task Force, along with their support from the U.S. Coast Guard, responded and after searching 
for 20 minutes. The, sim, the swimmer, excuse me, was located north side of the sandbar close to the lighthouse. Fire personnel attempted to revive the female, transport her to Kent Hospital, where tragically she was pronounced dead. Female has been identified as 28-year-old Nicolette Bieber from East Greenwich. That's why I put from East Greenwich. Our deepest condolences with the family of Nicolette. Cannot overstate the dangers of swimming at night in the dark, unfamiliar areas where tides, high winds may make conditions unpredictable. So that's from the Warwick Police media release drowning Connecticut Point Beach. So apparently my children know, uh, I don't know if they know her, but they know her, one of her siblings and just saw him the other night. And I want to touch on this whole situation that happened last night. And the dangers of water, although this particular situation I want to touch on, because now it was confusing because then someone sent me a message. Oh, sorry, you're going all the way out there. They pulled the person out. They're administering CPR. And then someone else said, oh, it looks like they got the person out. So then I'm thinking, oh, great. You're right. They were able to rescue the person. Obviously, that was not the case. And, and, and those of you that saw the the live stream last night, you know, an ambulance passed me coming from that direction. And so it was admittedly, it was a little confusing. The person we did see there was the 40, the the companion, the friend who went to set up the beach blanket. And then the police were chatting with that individual. So but I do, I do want to talk about some of the statements that that people are making uh, in regards to this. Um, but let's just stay on track. This portion of the program is brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Native vegetables, two words, corn, tomatoes, peppers, cucumbers, onions, zucchini, yellow squash. Folks, they have it all. Stop it and see them. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. They're right off of Route 4. It's Debbie and Steve and Junior and Byron. They're fantastic. Right off of Route 4, you're coming back from the beach. Why not arrive home with some delicious native vegetables? Corn, tomatoes, their peppers and cucumbers are just fantastic. Now, they also have everything for your home, for your garden. You want to plant all kinds of, you know, I'm big on instead of putting up a fence, you could just have a natural barrier for privacy. And they have it all. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. And I always like to mention to people, they run a very good uh, Facebook page. It's always updated, has all the latest of what they have. A lot of businesses can kind of take clues from them, cues, I should say. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Now, folks, visit the website, depetro.com. Brought to you by the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue, West Warwick. By the way, the market is now open there. I have a video that we're putting together. It just opened the other day. It's inside the Coesed Inn, and they have, you know, uh, prepared food. They have, especially if anyone that's Polish, they have a full Polish section, uh, all different types of sauces and different types of pasta, fresh bread. It's all right there, the market at the Coesed Inn. But, you know, last night, so, and even today, people are sending me messages saying, well, everyone knows, you know, you don't swim over there and you shouldn't swim at night and and, and all of those things. Um, I'll just say a couple and I I have I I know that area 
particularly, I mean, somewhat really, really well. So now, first of all, growing up, I had a relative that lived um, on the other side in Warwick Neck or on Briarcliff, actually. So, you know, I'm, I'm familiar with that area. And then when we first moved back to Rhode Island, I actually lived right near Connecticut Point. And I used to kayak along there. When I first moved back from New York to Rhode Island, uh, we were living in Warwick Neck, right along the water. And, and then I got a kayak and I used to kayak out around the bay. And, and you become very familiar with it. You wake up in the morning and the bay, it's, it's like glass. And that's really the best time to kayak. And I would be out on, the, on a kayak um, and became actually pretty good at it in, in and around Patience Island, Prudence Island. However, at two o'clock, you could almost set your watch to it. The winds, the tides, everything changes. And the bay at one o'clock is not the same bay at two o'clock. As I started to get familiar with it, I'd go, you know, on a Saturday morning, whatever, kayak, and I'd go all the way down to Connecticut Pass there and even farther down the bay and got really good at it. And it's, you know, it could be challenging. It's far different than if you're just on a freshwater lake. But you become familiar with the way the tides, and I would go way out and pass on that that lighthouse. So now, if you saw the video last night, as much as it was it was very calm inland, there was a very strong, you know there was a strong breeze, and I I fully get it. The the closer you are to the water, um, you know it cools off. It certainly cools off, and there's always, or well, not always, but most of the time, there's a nice ocean breeze that comes up. Uh, I was at a party in the neck right around 4th of July. And I, I was saying how, um, I, you know, one of the things living there, and those of you that are familiar with along the water, is I, I would really notice it in May and June when you would have a nice warm day if you're inland. But if you were the out, if you were along the water, it was so windy and it was cold coming off the bay that it was almost like impossible to be outside because it would just be like a windstorm. But let me just talk about for all these people saying, you know, someone sent me a thing. Everyone knows you don't swim. If, if you know somewhat how to swim a little bit and you could kind of walk out a little bit. If you saw me last night, it's very dark. And I know during the day there are signs that say no swimming. And so forth. But I don't know what it's like at night. And and I just take exception with I could see someone saying, all right, it's not like we're going down to, you know, East Matunic at night or it's not like we're going to, you know, the, the beach, so to speak. It's right off the bay. It was very hot yesterday. And I could see someone saying, yeah, why not? Let's go cool off and we'll go for a nice little night swim. I mean, I used to go in and around there. The the people that we live next door to, the Paquins, they used to go into the water. I mean, you could you could go into the water and swim there. Um, it's always a little questionable. The bay apparently has improved a lot. So a lot of people, you know, the people along Oakland Beach that go into the water. So, but I, I don't know about that. I'd be curious now, and I'm not sure, but I'll do it over the next couple of days. I want to see at night what the signage is like. Because otherwise, and, and, and maybe someone is saying, no, they have signs lit up that say, 
you know, no night swimming. I, I don't know if it says no. Maybe it says swim at your own risk. You could see where the tide would change. I mean, this is so tragic when you think of it that this 28-year-old girl uh, from EG and anyone, as a matter of fact, with a friend, uh, yeah, why not? Let's maybe they they do it all the time, and then somehow I I don't I don't know how it shifted, and then suddenly, or unless someone is not a good swimmer, that that's still salt water. So you're still buoyant. It's not as if if you go to a freshwater pond. I remember the first time going to Johnson's Pond in Coventry. Because <laughs> I grew up, we would always go to the beach. We would always either go to Bonnet Shores or swim at East Matunic or swim at, you know, at Green Hill. And when you, you're used to salt water, you know, once you get in, everyone's just kind of floating around. I, I vividly remember the first time going to Teddy Gannon. They had a summer home along Johnson's Pond in Coventry at a birthday party. And it's so much more work in fresh water. <laughs> I was exhausted by the time I got out of there. You think you can swim. You can swim in salt water. It's different in fresh water where then you're, you're just sinking a little bit. So, But the bay is, is salt water. So we don't know exactly what happened other than, um, and then the other night, it's, it's a mystery on Sunday night. Now, apparently they say that man went to go help a kayaker, and I, I, I don't know if they know exactly what happened. And it's the water is dangerous. Now, those of you that watched the live stream last summer, I didn't know this. Some people know about it, but there's different pockets of places that people do go uh, to, to swim. And there are places that you, you may just drive past them. I drive past them. And then we learned there was a place. It's right off the New London Turnpike. And it's it's odd because it's it, it's in it's in West Greenwich um, line. I think it it also part of it goes into like Coventry, but or West. I, I don't know exactly. But anyhow, there's there's a place you park, and then these guys went, and it starts off where you can walk into the water, but then it it drops down. And if you remember, it was it was horrible. It was a Friday night. And two of them, two two people drowned. So the people, they went there and they're having a good time. And I think they went there kind of late, like, you know, whatever. Again, they're not doing anything wrong. They're not bothering anyone. But they completely misjudged the way that the, 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 the way the water can change. And I think actually there was even a rock. And some of, the, if I remember, then the people swim out sometimes to the rock. But... Water, you know, it's dangerous. And last night is a good example. Now, on the one hand, they did recover the person last night. That could have, think of that. I mean, that could have gone well. They could still be searching today if they had not recovered that individual. And it's very, very difficult for the first responders. So what I'm going to do is, um, I don't know, maybe later today. We'll see what the the uh, rain situation is like. Um. We're now, we've entered into, you know, the governor, Governor McKee and DOT, are they're actually issuing alerts now to all of us when it's going to rain. I mean, if that is not third world, where, you know, be cautious out there because we could get an inch to an inch and a half of rain. I mean, I, I just never remember it like that in the past. But I, I, don't, I don't understand what's happening 
that all these roads flood up. And I think I think it's inf- infrastructure and fail uh, failure of infrastructure, and that's on the state. And these different people that live along, I mean, I remember the people that lived along the Patuxent River, they would always have to be cautious and they'd be kind of, you know, low-lying areas and get that. And then you have that, you know, that spot in Cranston that always right underneath uh, with the, the bridges and that always floods. It, I am at a loss to explain why all these years later, why it's so bad. But the one that really throws me is Route 10. Route 10 has been under construction now for a very long time. And they they have spent, I'm not exaggerating, that, that's hundreds of millions of dollars with the 610 connector and the construction. And the fact that th- this may be the second time in a week that the state has to close Route 10, uh, is it because of two feet of snow? No. Is it because of, you know, icy conditions? No. Why do they have to close Route 10? Oh, because it's raining. Like, what, what, what is this? I don't understand the priorities in the in the state of the one of the the top. And by the way, as I mentioned yesterday in the CNBC study that they did and where Rhode Island is ranked, Rhode Island, all these years later, still gets an F for infrastructure. It's preposterous. I, I don't have an explanation for you. I don't. Um but there, there has to be more efficient ways. Anyone, if you travel to Florida, Florida gets heavy rain almost every single day. It cools off every day at three o'clock in Florida. It rains like hell. But they have their highways and roads essentially built to drain it right off. And then obviously, because it's so warm, it it evaporates pretty quickly. But um, there's different parts of the world that every single day in the late into the afternoon, it pours rain, but they they build the roads accordingly. I, I don't have an explanation why. Uh, for all of this talk, you know, Governor McKee likes to say we're going to be a global leader in this and we're going to be a global leader in that. You You can't even construct the road <laughs> to drain properly. When it rains and last Labor Day, 95 completely flooded and closed. I, I don't, un- I am at a loss. I don't get it. It's it's so unacceptable. It's so small time. It's third world and every other negative adjective you want to use that works towards that. Now, you have not only poor leadership, but lack of leadership and terrible leadership, but There's two other really important stories I want to tell you. And again, folks, you're listening. This is the Noon Report. It's the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of the program brought to you by AJ Drywall Plasters and Home Improvement. Listen, why not? Maybe you're finding, hey, I like working from home. Now let's go with the the real home office, AJ Drywall Plasters Home Improvement. Now I share their Facebook page and you can see the difference that they make. Frame to finish basements. Acoustical ceilings, new homes. They could do an addition. Maybe you're saying, you know what? We're not gonna we're not gonna move. We're gonna add on an in-law apartment or we're gonna add on a home office. Rehabs, commercial, they do painting, remodeling. Give them a call, free quote, 401-323-9252 for AJ Drywall Plasters and Home Improvement. Now, tonight we will be doing Cranston PD Live. 
Okay, whatever. If it rains, we'll deal with it. But we're, I will be live with Cranston Police starting at 8.30. Looking ahead next week. Hey, Miller, Senator Miller's going to be in court on Tuesday. Monday now is the mob week for, he called himself Joey Dallas, but it was Joey DeLuca, uh, Joe DeLuca, uh, who sings the Johnny D song that we that we, we play. Uh, he passed away, age 83, and then his wake is Monday night, and there could be trouble at it because uh, he and his brother are considered mob mob rats, mob informants. So we're planning on live coverage of that. But there's two significant things that are happening today. One is if, if the, in the CD1 race to uh, replace Cicilline, well, see, he's out of there now. So something very significant has happened. And... I'm going to I'm going to tell you about that in a moment. But something else has drastically happened. Actually, I'm looking at a couple different things. Uh, The mayor of Providence has just put out a video about illegal ATVs. Three months after we implemented, we've confiscated 100 ATVs and illegal vehicles. The same amount we've confiscated over three years prior. So that is because you have a mayor Mayor Smiley, who is, he's working on it, and he took it seriously. And I I believe Chief Clemens could have accomplished this, but let's call it for what it is. Under Mayor Lorza and Commissioner Perry, Mayor Lorza had a lackadaisical attitude towards these vehicles. Mayor Smiley and Chief Perez have not. They've been very, very aggressive about it. But what I also... um, want to point out is the mayor of Cranston, Mayor Ken Hopkins. And, you know, I give him a lot of credit. He is someone to watch, I believe. And so Top Golf has confirmed they were all set. Top Golf is incredible. And there's chains around the country. And this is a, a big coup. Not only they're going to open one in Rhode Island, but they're opening one in Cranston. And Top Golf was about to call the name of it, and it's it's right in where Citizens Bank was in Cranston, in the garden across from Garden City, and then you also have Chapel View, but right off the highway. And they were going to call it Top Golf Providence, but Mayor Hopkins made some noise about it, and suddenly now they are changing the name, and they are confirming. They're changing it to Top Top Golf Rhode Island, Top Golf RI. Now that may seem like a small thing to to some people, but Mayor Hopkins, who is up for re-election, I know, I believe he is one of those individuals who is underestimated. And I'll tell you about Mayor Hopkins. Number one, those of you that watch. When I am at a scene, he just has a great way about him. Uh, he lets his police department do their thing. He doesn't meddle. Cranston police, as many of you know, I mean, it, it, it's tough to argue for anyone that wants to try to make the argument that they're not the top law enforcement agency in the state. And I'm not just saying that because of my relationship with them, but Mayor Hopkins you know, drawing a line in the sand and saying, no, this is what it needs to be. 
and them changing the name. That's very significant. And I'll, I'll tell you what, you don't see that from Governor McKee. Governor McKee folds all the time to the special interest, to the unions. Uh, Mayor Hopkins, Mayor Hopkins, if I remember this correctly, he entertained maybe running for governor. And uh, Susie Yankee, the chair of the Republican Party, I believe he, he said that she like kind of laughed it off and went all in with Ashley Kalis. I, I think Mayor Hopkins has shown that likability is a big factor when you want to get things done. He's got a good demeanor about him. Um, he was a teacher. He was a very accomplished baseball coach. I know his his brother is a was a member of the Rhode Island State Police and very respected trooper. <clears throat> so Repu- uh, Mayor Hopkins, the only Republican mayor right now in Rhode Island, he he is demonstrating. And also he comes out and speaks out about the corruption, whether it is, in fact, the situation with Matt Riley who's a Republican. He just issued a statement about the school committee person that's been charged with embezzlement. And then you have the Senator Miller case that is going to play itself out. But for all of the talk right now within the Republican Party, you look at the mayor of North Providence is a Democrat. The mayor of Woonsocket is a Democrat. Obviously, the mayor of Providence, North Providence, East Providence, all Democrats, Mayor Pawtucket, Uh, Mayor Grabian is a Democrat. Mayor Warwick is an independent. But Ken Hopkins, that is someone, this is a big win for him. He's got a strong police department. And Cranston right now, they are benefiting so much from all the crime in Providence. I I believe that. You know, when when I'm in Garden City, you don't smell weed everywhere. You watch when I'm with Cranston Police and watch tonight. We'll be live on Facebook, then it's posted later on YouTube. And they don't mess around. Cranston, they don't, he lets them do their thing. You, they may try to get and get away with some of this stuff in Providence, some of these other cities. They're not getting away in Cranston. They recognize if people want to sit outside, they don't want ETVs riding by them. They don't want, you know, crime. They don't want weed everywhere. I mean, I'm very proud. I grew up in Edgewood. I still have a lot of friends in Cranston. And obviously, because of the nature of the live stream, we we spend a lot of time in Cranston. But time and again, and I tell people, and people are really starting to recognize, Cranston is just emerging as this, this they see the opening. As, as Providence and under Mayor Lorza just flounders, Cranston is thriving right now with, you know, the opening of the park. The success of Chapel View, Chapel Grill, the success of Garden City, uh, which just continues to get bigger and bigger. And now Top Golf is going to be tremendous traffic coming into the, this, uh, the city of Cranston. So, but Mayor Hopkins, I, I know some different people are weighing, maybe making a run against him. I, I would say I would proceed with caution because this. Getting Top Golf to do Top Golf Rhode Island, and they're based in Cranston. Top Golf is not going to be in Warwick. Top Golf is not going to be in Providence. Top Golf is not going to be in Lincoln. Top Golf is going to be centered 
right in Cranston, right off the highway, and and it's a draw. I know people that have visited Top Golf locations in other states. It is a happening, and um, it is, and 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 look at you know successfully without having to make a lot of noise. But he said they can take all the buildings and poles and everything and move them to Providence. But we're not going to have Top Golf Providence located in Cranston, and he was successful. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Propane Plus. Call today, 401-885-4209. Propane Plus, heating and cooling for all your propane needs. If you use propane, you want to call Propane Plus today, 401-885-4209. Or in Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. For Propane Plus, heating and cooling, three generations, they run a tremendous operation. I've known the Johnson family for many years. They run a great operation. You can find them online at propaneplus.com, residential or commercial. You just go, you type in your zip code, and then boom, residential, commercial, Propane Plus, heating and cooling, you can depend on, always there for you. It's Propane Plus, 401 885-4209. So that is, um, that's a big win. That's a big win for Mayor Hopkins. So, no, I also want to just circle back. So in one week, we've had two drownings. Uh, The man that drowned Sunday night, whatever they call that, right off of Route 7, uh, Lincoln and North Providence, and apparently he went in. That's kind of an odd story that he went to help these kayakers and then he just never surfaced. And then last night, I mean, that's that's very sad that this 28-year-old girl from East Greenwich uh, drowned. The water is nothing to, you know, fool around with. And I, I don't I don't know what what the answer is. Maybe they maybe they need and I'm just maybe they need better lighting or maybe. Maybe there should be more readily accessible, floatable devices. Sometimes you, I, I never understand. It's you have people, and they're on a boat and they don't know how to swim, and they don't have a life jacket on. Uh, there was a video on TikTok of a bunch of guys in Florida, and they got one of the they rented like a boat, and they completely overstacked the boat, and the boat actually started sinking as they were leaving, and. And like none of them had, none of them were, none of them, um, none of them were, were capable of swimming. I see that um, Cranston Mayor Hopkins has um, issued a statement. The people of Cranston, Mayor Hopkins' statement on naming of Top Golf venue like Top Golf coming to our city. We're delighted to share Top Golf has agreed to designate the new home in Cranston as Top Golf Rhode Island. Rather than Top Golf Providence, this is not a slight against Providence. Providence now has great leadership in Mayor Smiley, who's moving that city in the right direction. Look at that! I greatly, greatly appreciate the cooperation, open-mindedness of Top Golf executive management. Send a message to the people of Cranston, State of Rhode Island. Top Golf cares about our residents. Symbolically, this was important. Cranston gives our city more proper recognition as the host community for this great entertainment economic venture. With this gesture, Topgolf has demonstrated one of the reasons we're excited. They're coming to Cranston. We look forward to continuing to work with them. So so that is big. And it is big that Cranston is going to be the host community 
for Top Golf Rhode Island. So, hey, he deserves to, you know, take some bows on that. I also see Governor McKee looking to start a business. Commerce Rhode Island can help you identify priorities, locate resources and services. Well, if you heard my interview with Mark Mix, um, they're now, that's national story. They're paying attention to what was slipped into um, the legislation regarding these dispensaries, where now you have to have organized labor in there. It's, it's ridiculous. Folks, and let me just stop. Just for a moment, and, and I know that sometimes people get confused on this type of thing, but anyone that runs a business, so, you know, you're going to run a business. The last thing you need is the government, or in this case, the state, telling you how you're going to run your business. It's, it's hard enough trying to run a business. This is interference from, from the government, from, the, from our state government. And if they can do this with the dispensary business, which I understand some people may say like, well, what do I care, right? They're selling weed, but you're missing the larger part that they should have no involvement with this in any way. This this is a shakedown. It's the same thing that McKee is trying to do with, they want anyone that's a private contractor and they want to get in there and no, no, maybe we're going to unionize. We need to know who this is and, and they want to go after people. This guy is, McKee is completely controlled by organized labor. Now, speaking of that, let me just finish. Uh, Mayor Hopkins, of course, we're still proud of companies like uh, Providence Liquor Supply, uh, Texas Roadhouse, Oneyville, New York Systems, Top Golf. Make it clear, Top Golf is a special part of Cranston, City of Cranston. So that's a big win for um, Mayor Hopkins with that. But I, I want to touch on this um, situation that the CD1 race, and it's it's very, very significant. And I've kind of been talking about it. And I recognize not everyone's going to absorb this, uh, but you need to absorb it, folks. There's a pattern where I tell you about certain voting situations. And because it doesn't affect certain people, or they think it doesn't affect them, that they ignore it. And it's people in elected office. And as I've said, I, I, I don't have an explanation as to why Senate Minority Leader Jessica De La Cruz and House Minority Leader Mike Chippendale, why they are so silent on this voting thing. I, I don't have an answer for you. I wish I did. But I also, folks, want to remind you about Falcon Pest Services. Call them today, 401-739-1322. Falcon Pest Services. If you have a problem with mosquitoes or termites or ants or roaches or uh, mice or rats, bed bugs, Falcon Pest Services, all different types of programs. They work with homeowners. They deal with landlords. They deal with three family homes, condominiums, restaurants, schools, businesses. These types of pests. They can infiltrate any type of structure, residential, commercial. What I'm telling you is serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts is Falcon Pest Services. Call today. It's John and Kelly, folks. Family-run business. They're local. They will get the job done. 401 
401-739-1322 for Falcon Pest Services. So today, now I, I'm, I'm t- I know already what I'm about to tell you some people are not going, going to absorb. But I'm telling you, it's very significant when it comes to the CD1 race. So in the media, they, they are reporting it. But Sabina Matos, the lieutenant governor, is now getting the endorsement, much sought after endorsement from Luna, Labor's International. Okay, Juan, what does that mean? Where is this going? Well, it was organized labor that got McKee over the finish line. And the reason, the whole reason Dan McKee is governor right now is because of organized labor. Now, it is, you know, a deal with the devil. You know, I'm looking right now, Channel 6 has Connecticut Point, and there's a huge sign, <clears throat> danger, drowning hazard. Drownings have occurred on this sandbar, and then it even has it in Spanish, rip currents, fast tide change, drowning occurs, Huge sign there, but this is in daylight. I don't know the answer, and I'll see. I Actually, I won't be able to um, uh, unless I leave Cranston tonight. But my, my, answer, my question is, is there a light on this at nighttime? Because for all the people saying everyone, and people are posting, everyone knows you don't swim there at night because of that Connecticut sandbar. I, I don't know if people know that. That you're not supposed to swim there at night. And I'm also just, you know, mentioning that, uh, you know, you, if, if that's just a sign during the day and there's no light on it, then how would people um, know at nighttime and not see the sign? So I, I will get the answer to that on whether or not they have a light on that uh, at nighttime. And, and I know right now some people are saying, you know, you don't swim at night and it's dangerous. I, I'm just curious. Not everyone knows that. There are, peop- there are people that swim at night and not everybody drowns. There are people that fish at night. Um, there are people that swim in the early morning hours. Right? There are people that swim at night and they don't drown. So my question is, do they have, is that sign lit up? So no matter what time of day you go, you can see the sign of the problems there. But I wouldn't even credit, it was Ted Nisi of Channel 12, the biggest union endorsement uh, for Luna, which is Labor's International Union of North America. They are now endorsing Sabina Matos. Now, a lot of people right now on this Friday, they're not going to understand why that's significant. But they're the biggest, they're the most powerful. And what that means is they're going to go out and ballot harvest for the lieutenant governor. Now, they helped her win over Aaron Gukian. I want to repeat that. The ballot harvesting that that union did helped her win because she lost election day. That union, their ballot harvesting helped. They actually, they did not only help, they brought Governor McKee to victory over Helena folks because he lost day of voting in the primary. Sabina Matos lost day of voting 
in the general election to Aaron Gukian. Mayor Fung beat Seth Magaziner day of voting. But the, that union, that's why McKee is governor. That's why she's lieutenant governor. And that's why Seth Magaziner is in Congress. So the fact what they're going to do, and this is why it's so important, the media won't tell you. Because I'll tell you why, because the television stations, they want the candidates to keep spending money on TV, right, for all their ads. The television stations, Channel 10 and Channel 12, they see like, oh, wow, this is going to be big for us. Normally, where August would be quiet, all these people are going to be spending money on television commercials for the CD1 race. They don't want to tell you. That the debates no longer matter. They don't want to tell you that the commercials no longer matter. Everyone, the, the media that tells you, boy, that Governor McKee ad with the mother, he still lost day of voting to Helena folks. What puts them over the top, it's not even mail ballots. And they won't even change the name. And and I will, you know, reach out to like State Senator Jessica De La Cruz. At the very least, it's so insulting. That they keep calling it mail ballots because they're not going through the mail. They they collect the union goes out and they collect ballots. And as I have explained to you, I I am at a loss what the Republicans at the Rhode Island State House are doing up there. And I will have I'll have Rep Breen on again, but Connecticut and Massachusetts, you one person cannot collect more than ten. Ten is the max. Rhode Island, it's unlimited. In Rhode Island, one person, and Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe is one person can go out and collect 1,000 ballots. They pay them $20 a ballot. Now, if I were running for office and I'm looking at, okay, I, I could run TV commercials. Maybe people will see them. Maybe they won't. Let's just take a number of $100,000. Right. So I'm going to spend Channel 10 and Channel 12 are saying, give us that money. Maybe people will see it. Maybe they won't. Maybe they'll like the commercial. Maybe they won't. But instead, if I take that one hundred thousand dollars. Divided by 20, obviously, I can get five thousand. Mail ballots. Boom. In hand. Guarantee. What if a bunch of people see my television commercials on Channel 10 and Channel 12 in the news? But then what if it rains on primary day and Rhode Island is flooded out and the people say, ah, I'm not going to go vote. It's not that important to me anyway. Then what happens? Folks, so Matt Tose, I don't care what anyone says. This makes her the front runner. This absolute, Now, keep in mind, there's a checklist that they give her. You have to meet with them. They go through the list. Will you support this? She's just saying yes at everything. So what does that tell you once, if she does, she gets to Congress? They own her. That's the whole thing with McKee. They own him. They go own her. This is my larger point. Folks, this is not democracy. This is scavenger hunt. How many people listening right now? Because they're but they 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 saw the movie Two Thousand Mules. And everyone was screaming up and down. Wow, we got to get cameras at the ballot boxes. We have to, they don't even understand 
that Rhode Island, it's worse than it is. So I, I don't think it, it shouldn't be called a mail ballot. No one's putting in the mail ballot in the mail. As I have talked about, they set up these drop boxes. And the reason the drop box is there is not to make it convenient. The reason the drop box is there is if you put in a fraudulent ballot, at the very least, you're not going to get charged with, actually, you're not going to get charged with anything, but you're not going to get charged with mail fraud. Many times uh, they use mail fraud to go after criminals if anything is put into the mail. Now, the laws need to adjust because as many of you know, when's the last time who's even, and people aren't even really mailing things as much anymore. Everything is through other forms of communication. So, um, and I even noticed, you know, I had a bunch of people, I bet a number of people wish you a happy birthday. How many people are still getting a birthday card in the mail anymore? I mean, you just don't. Um, they may post something on social media. Someone texts you, right? Happy birthday. But people are just not mailing. Maybe some people do, but not as much. But the term mail ballot should be changed. Because that's not what it's there for. Now, as I have told you, the, the top thing, if if Senate Minority Leader Jessica De La Cruz, by the way, I want her to succeed. I just don't see the path of success. I don't see what battles they're winning up there. I They're like the Republicans right now at the state house. They're like speed bumps, right? Like the only one up there, Republican, seemingly that's making noise is Representative Patricia Morgan. And at the very least, that's why I play her calling out this whole business that are the, the, the driving card privilege that they're giving illegals is identical to our license. And that's by design. In other states, they're very different. You see what is a driver's license. You see what is, you know, a, 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 an illegal getting one. She's the only one that made waves about that. And notice even now that it's been exposed that the Republicans up there, they're not even making a big issue of it. But folks, all of this nonsense that you hear from Democrat officials, right? Cicilline was a big one on this. Or you'll hear Matos, right? She'll talk about it. This whole thing about January 6th and threats to democracy and the MAGA Republicans and blah, blah. You, you tell me what, what is going on right now with these, these ballots, and they're not even mail ballots, they're just ballot harvesting, that how, how is that an election? We, we, we don't, and I don't, I don't hear any elected official attempt to even bring attention to this at the Rhode Island State House. How is it democracy that last year on primary day, Voters went to the polls and and voted for Helena Folks. So she won the election. Hold on. Remember the Summer Olympics? It was in Germany where the German judge said there should be two seconds left on the clock. And they threw the ball in. They alley-ooped it and beat the Americans. And then there was an interview. He admitted he, he lied. There should not have been two seconds left. The Americans should have won that game. But But no one calls it out. How, how is it democracy? McKee lost to Helena folks, but because organized labor, they manipulate the system and collect all these ballots and then pump them in early. 
that McKees announced the winner. And the same thing goes for Matos, and the same thing goes for uh, now Congressman Seth Magaziner. But I am telling you, I'll, I'll have more confidence in our election system when the people that are truly being voted for, the real winners of the election, are actually winning the elections. So as far as the CD1 race, if, you're, if I were advising like Sabina Matos, does she have to do debates? No. Should she run TV commercials? Probably, you know, just for her supporters as a reminder. I'm not saying you don't do any of those things. But the, this business of it's, it's a, a ground game, it, it's not, that's not a ground game. That's not a ground game. This is, they, they grab as many ballots. I also learned the last year, so the unions, who's in all these um, nursing homes, assisted living? Well, it's all union nurses. So they control it. I know one candidate trying for weeks, they wanted to come in and speak to the residents about the candidate. They couldn't get a date. They were boxed out. And they weren't just boxed out in one place in Warwick. They were boxed out of all of these places in Warwick. And what do you think the union nurses were doing in these assisted living nursing homes? They were collecting all the ballots for the candidate that they won. In that case, it was Seth Magaziner. And then it was also McKee. And it was also Matos. Right? They all sign on. So... They get one person in charge, and then it's it's very organized. And then you have the residents, whatever they, they you know they don't even know that they're voting, or they don't for different reasons really know exactly what's happening, and they may not even see the ballot. Or then the nurses help them fill it out, but no one is calling them out on that. I just th- there's um, that's not democracy. As I've said, that, that's like a game of scavenger hunt. It's all about now just the collecting of the ballots. Don't get me wrong. You, you, they, you still run some semblance of a campaign. But you certainly don't have to spend it. Watch, the people that spend the most money on television are the newcomer business people that don't know how the game is rigged. Look at Ashley Kalis. Look at Helena Folks. Look at, um, watch this new guy in Jamestown whatever his name is, the business guy. Watch, he, yeah, I, I fully believe he's going to run a, telev- a bunch of TV commercials. And the people at the TV stations, they want to tell him, boy, that matters. You got to be on TV. You got to be active with those debates. You got to do, do all these things. When in reality, what really matters under our system is that the union is just going out and collecting all the votes. Does day of voting matter? Yeah, of course it does. You got to have some element of that, but not what it used to be. And even if there's a shortfall, you could make up with it with all these early voting or whatever they're called. They're not mail ballots because they don't go through the mail. So they are early ballots or early votes, whatever you want to call it. So now, but as I've said, the television stations, they don't want to highlight it. Because the people, look at how much money Ashley Kayla spent on television last, last fall. She spent a huge amount of money. Helena Folks spent all that money. And the TV people keep telling them, oh, you got to be on TV. People got to learn your name. 
And then McKee's just out there with the union people collecting all the ballots. Uh, boy, that, and what do they like to say? That McKee commercial where he's playing cards with the mother, that's what did it. I, I, you know, that got him, you know, I'm not saying that had no impact. My argument is it's, it's not the impact that I don't think it has the impact that they, they lead you to believe that it is by any stretch. So uh, as much as that race is just getting going, in many ways, uh, Matos locking up that endorsement, that is huge for her. And it already shows that it's, it's really just like a, a two-person race between her and Ruggenberg. All right, let's see, folks. Again, Cranston PD Live coming up later. Let's see if we can reach our friend Marie at It's My Health on this um, Boy, the, the weather this Friday, the weather pattern right now, rain on a Friday, and then uh, looks like rain coming into a set. Folks, joining us on this Friday, is it raining in Cumberland right now on Menden Road, Marie? No, the sun was just actually out well, for that, a few minutes. Look it's at that. Right the sun is always shining and it's my health. Folks, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Well, Marie, we've had some hot weather. Uh, summer is really full throat. What what could someone find inside It's My Health that would help them enjoy summer? Well, certainly some nice iced teas, or if they're, you know, they should be drinking a lot of water, so adding some electrolytes that we have in liquid form or some of our hydration powders that are really nice just to add to a bottle of water because you need more than the water. You need those minerals as well. Folks, it's Maria. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. We're going to go longer with her next week. She also has hemp and CBD products. Stop in everything healthy. Marie, what are your hours on this Friday and what are your hours tomorrow, Super Saturday? We'll be here till 530 today and tomorrow from 9 to 4. Folks, stop in and see her. Thank you, Marie. Folks, she's the queen of health. All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. We have another full hour to go. I'll see you tonight with the Cranston Police. It's the John DePietro Show. Another full hour on the radio to go. Right now, stay tuned for WNRI Winsocket, W260DC. WNRI.